I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Yeah! Welcome back to Some Good Friends, and we are in the red zone. Montreal is on lockdown again. Everything is red. I'm seeing red because I'm angry at the red zone. Not really. I'm kind of just going, I'm not changing anything in my life. I'm staying in my house and sitting on my couch the same way that I have for the entire past six months. I read books, and I do this podcast, and I eat, and that is my life, and it's wonderful. I like it. It just sucks that uh, we can't uh, go see people as much anymore. I can't go to the... Well, we can go to the park. I don't know. The park is our savior. The park is is our savior now. Maybe. Winter's coming. Oh, boy. Things are all happening, and things are all good, and there's nothing else of note to discuss, and there definitely wasn't a debate last night, and we don't need to talk about that at all. So let's move along. We're going to talk to three of my friends today because it is three and it will always be three and it will never change. Three forever. Um, We're going to talk to them all. We're going to learn what makes them tick, who they are. I'm flipping my notebook because I forget the order, but now I have the order. Now I'm flipping back to where their names are written down. Everything's good. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Tug Firestone. Welcome, Tug. Yo, man, it's been so long. How are you, bro? Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I just went in depth about how I'm doing. How, how long has it been? Remind oh, me. Oh, it's been a while. Um, I think, you know, I got that sweet job that's been keeping me pretty busy. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to be keeping up with people. Right. I did get like a kind of a triumphant text from you. Yeah, yeah. I sent it to everybody I knew. It did have the vibe of like a mass text. My name was not in it. Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, when you're in this kind of industry, you're so busy. Like, you've got to be efficient, efficient, efficient. You can't just be sending individual texts anymore, bro. So, uh, well, it's true. Every text I get from you, it seems like you've sent it to not just me. It kind of... It kind of has like a lot of options, like hope you're doing well, hope your children and or mother and or father and or pets are also doing well. Congratulations on the baby slash new job slash graduation. That's a classic one. And then my condolences right at the end, just just to cover that base. you got to cover all your bases. Tell me about this job. How's it going? What is it? What are we doing? Well, uh, it's funny of you to play coy. I think you know who I work for, a little gentleman named Elon Musk. Oh, oh Elon. yeah. Of oh, course. Yeah, you're looking at his personal assistant right here. Wow. And you, can I just say, you fit the brand. Right? Like, so many people told me that when I mass texted them to tell them it is. Yeah, that one was just all caps. I got the job. Elon is my boy. I'm yeah, his. yeah. I'm his forever. And, you know, we are, we are boys. Like, he's my bra. He's pretty much one of the only people I've seen for the last six months, and I couldn't be happier about it. 
So are you in are you in lockdown with Elon? Yes, yes. I am in the Musk Matt mansion and the, uh, it is extremely locked down. Wow. Okay. I understand you you mostly know Elon probably on a professional level. Uh, well, I oh. mean the personal assistant, personal assisted relationship, you know, it's not just like an employee employee employee-employer relationship. It's more special than that, you know? What? How do you go above and beyond that? What's what's involved here? What's your day-to-day? Well, Elon and Ms. Grimes have been extremely conservative about who they're allowing into their, their bubble. So Naturally. really, it's just been the three of us and their baby for the last several months. So... Hmm. You know, he's a wealthy man. He's got a lot of stuff to do. So he's used to having quite a lot of household help, but they have been dismissed from the premises for the last six months. So I've been really doing it all, bro. Like cooking, cleaning. I'm uh, basically the nanny now for their newborn. Oh, wow. So, you know, you know, whatever Mr. Musk needs, honestly. I noticed, uh, I noticed you say Elon's name. You say Grimes' name. You haven't said the baby's name yet. That's true. I mean, a lot of people don't know how it's pronounced because the spelling is so odd, but it's actually pronounced. Are you ready? It's pronounced Sean. Oh, oh, that's that easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how is Sean doing? Is he having a, a normal little uh, baby life? Or? You know, he's very much acting like a normal human baby. Um, he doesn't sleep much. And I've never seen him eat, but I'm told by Miss Grimes that he does. Now, would you say acting like a normal human baby? Yeah, kinda, that's, it, that's that's exactly what he acts like. Like nothing. I mean, no, it's fine. It's very normal. I do feel like there's an implication there that maybe he's acting like a normal human baby because he is not one. Well, with such extraordinary parents, I mean, what would you expect? Honestly, like Elon is a visionary. Miss Grimes is a person I'm definitely not terrified of. So why would they not have a totally normal human child? And, you know, I don't have, I didn't have, and you know me, man. Like I did not have a lot of experience with childcare before this job. So I'm kind of learning no. on the job, but like babies are wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we get back into that, just re- can you remind the listeners what you did before this job? Oh, I was in business school. I was getting my MBA. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So you went right from your business school MBA to being Elon Musk's. Yeah. I'm really living the dream. I think you remember, uh, we must've known each other through some sort of networking event, because I went to a lot of them. Yeah, well, I, I, you went to uh, Concordia, right? Yeah, yeah. John yeah, so, what? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes I'd be in there. I'd be, if I had a presentation, I'd be wearing my blazer, obviously. Classic. Uh, my, my dress shirt, my jeans, of course, with a big yeah. belt buckle. You really like rocking the jeans and blazer combo. I remember that about you. Let me just say, at JMB... John, John Molson School of JMSB, John yeah, Molson School yeah. of Business. There is a distinct outfit for when it's your day to present. Oh and yeah. If you're not if you're not wearing that outfit, 
what are you even doing? You, you better just drop out. I mean, I, I literally told some people that when they showed up for their presentation. Yeah, did they? Uh, it didn't go over well for me. They didn't seem to, you know, I saw them in future presentations and they were still not quite up to snuff, but... Well, you know, they're lost. They're, they are probably not Elon Musk's personal assistant. They certainly are not because I'm the only person who has seen Elon, Miss Grimes, and Baby Sean for quite some time. <laughs> not even uh, not even Joey Rogues? Joe Rogan himself? <laughs> they do talk on the phone sometime, but uh, he recently expounded a sort of theory about how possibly viruses can be transmitted through radio waves. So since mm. then, they've really been limiting the phone calls. Joe did this theory or Elon said this? Joe did it. And it might not have been quite that, but Elon really jumped on the bandwagon and he started tweeting about it. And now like all his followers are destroying their radios. It's like, mm. it, it turned into a whole thing. I mean, it was kind of like a joke, but not, but kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty in line with how Elon works. He tweets something and maybe he means it as a joke. I don't know. Either way, Tesla's stock probably goes up. Listen, he's a visionary. He doesn't have time to be like fact checking every tweet he sends out. Yeah, so I guess he's probably pretty busy during lockdown. He's got a lot of things going on, a lot of plates yep, in the air. Yep. Uh, he famously sleeps very little. And, mm. you know, as a good personal assistant, they say you should sleep when your boss sleeps. So okay. I haven't been sleeping really much at all. Between that and the nannying and the household. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you also did mention that the baby, you've never seen the baby sleep. No. I believe you've never seen it sleep, never seen it eat, which would imply that you are awake 24 hours a day. Occasionally, Miss Grimes will take it into a darkened uh, room, and I don't know what happens in there. Uh, there's like some like crackling noises coming out, and like, like kind of as if like a swarm of giant insects was like buzzing. Okay. Around anyway, it could just be like a sleep talking. Like, what am I saying here? I don't know. Well, well. Speaking of, I mean, does she make you call her Miss Grimes? Um, that's kind of the vibe we settled into. You know, she didn't make me call her that, but at this point, you know, it'd just be weird if I called her. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. No. Oh. Okay, you're twitching like there'd be some kind of, I don't know, like pain response if you did call no, her. No, no. She's a very normal human woman who right. presides over the house in a totally normal, not scary way. I didn't say scary, so. Well, you did, though. You just like, uh, put not, I said not scary. Not bro. scary. Bro, I said not scary. Elon has recently talked about, I believe, I mean, I'm not a huge Elon fan per se, but he has talked about uh, putting, putting microchips into people's brains. And this is definitely not something that has happened to you, right? Um, have we discussed it at length? Yes. Does he have a small surgical lab in his basement where he might be developing new technologies or not? I did sign an NDA on that subject. Okay. Who can say? I mean, it's fine. You know what? This is my dream job. So, you know, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to keep it, even if that includes some light 
microchip implantation. Right, because I I mean, you you have the same haircut you had in business school, which is kind of a widow's peak that spiked at the front, uh, short on the sides, but not like a fade or anything, just like one level of shortness. Um, But I do see a small square patch of hair that's missing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could just be stress. You know, Mr. Musk is under so much pressure. And, you know, his struggles are my struggles as his personal assistant. If he's stressed, I'm stressed. If Tesla stock's going down, I'm like picking at my skin and pulling out my hair, you know, normal Mm. stuff for a personal assistant. Of course, yeah. It's, you're definitely not. You are an independent worker. You're an independent employee. Independent. I'm employee. choosing to you're stay choosing. inside Mr. Musk's house and not leave for any reason for as yeah. long as they tell me because I love my job. That naturally. If you could just like tell my parents that, that would be great because they don't get it. And seriously, they're they're very concerned about me. Well, I mean, we are old friends, and I I did meet your parents once. Uh, I came, I went to visit you on the holidays. Uh, oh yeah, break. and uh, I am in contact with them, and and they kind of told me that they were worried about you, and you went by to visit. They went by to try and see you, and you kind of ran out of the front door of the Musk Mansion and got to the edge of the lawn, and then were like jerked back as if some force was preventing you like a shock like a shock collar almost except you weren't wearing a shock collar you know i it's a funny story because Mm. i've tried to explain this to them but i mean you know marcus and greta like they're real warrior so of course uh i explained to them that even though it may have looked like a massive jolt of electricity was suddenly delivered to my entire body when i reached a certain radius away from the perimeter of the house Mm. Actually, the electric shock was my love of my job and my commitment Uh, to my duties. I remembered them, realized I got to get back to little Sean in there. Can't just go running off leaving a baby to like not sleep and I don't know, do whatever babies do. It's unclear what he does in there. Oh, well, I mean, it all sounds pretty above board. You're an employee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Now switching switching angles not angles not that I have an angle here but switching tactic <laughs> not that I have a tactic here but switching what I'm talking about with you uh, does uh, Grimes or does Miss Grimes ever talk about a time I don't know maybe uh, twelve to thirteen years ago uh, the night of Nuit Blanche in March uh, when she was at the Canadian Center for Architecture doing a performance kind of in the corner of a room. Uh, and maybe a, a tall, bespectacled man was across the room watching, and everyone was like, oh, that's Grimes. And the tall, bespectacled man was like, who? And shortly after that, left the room. Did she ever talk about a time like that? She has mentioned oh. a certain performance long ago. It may have been at the Canadian Center for Architecture. Mm. And... She said then was the night that her life changed. She says sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes Miss Grimes and I get to talking. I remain at a safe distance. But she says that night, prior to then, she was just a normal Montreal girl. But something happened, you know, she Mm. she got a little lost in the corridors of the of the museum. And she went into a dark room that suddenly seemed to be filled with ethereal light from within. 
And, you know, as she tells it, she blacked out. Mm. And then when she came to, it was several days later. And she didn't feel like herself. Those are her words. And that's when it all began. But you know what? What am I saying here? I mean, honestly, jabbering on. What's new with you, man? I would describe Nuit Blanche exactly the same way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She just mentioned it once. Uh, It was one of the rare times I've seen her eat or drink. So she was getting a little bit wild. And uh, she just suddenly stared off into the distance and started recounting this story or she calls it an encounter actually she didn't specifically mention a bespectacled man uh but she did mention like a a sort of godlike presence in the room Uh, yeah may have become part of her spiritual essence kind of bonded together and maybe transformed her into a new phase of being yeah uh (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we never talked about it again. But, uh... Yeah, I I went to the old port right after that to do the ice sledding, and I know exactly how she. Feels. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty so, yeah, much that a was transcendent. Probably you, the 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 spiritual light glowing out of the center of the room. Oh no, I was only there. I was there for thirty seconds, enough to find out that I was not into this. Okay, and I peaced out. Fair so enough, whatever fair happened enough. to her. I think happened after I left the CCA for okay. the evening. And, and I guess I should have stuck around. A lot of people involved in that night came to very unfortunate ends, I've come to learn. So perhaps it's good that you left early. I can't help but notice that Sean is hovering off the ground uh, right over your shoulder. Oh, six feet behind you. Sean, you... He's... <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> I've been reading a lot of baby books. Okay. And if you look deep enough, this is like standard uh, six-month-old child behavior in certain cultures. So they're raising Sean in a very multicultural way. Right. So, you know, uh, Miss Grimes sometimes sometimes speaks to him in a language that, honestly, I've never heard. In fact, it, it gives right. me kind of a splitting headache when I hear her utter words in this language. So I usually mm, know. Right. Take my uh, leave, you know, go to another room of the mansion. I mean, we have to we have to move on to my next friend, but I I, I will say I do know that Sean, uh, part of his name is named after their favorite jet. Yes. <laughs> and and I I see that he can uh, kind of hover and, yeah, and it, yeah. it sounds like when she speaks the language, uh, it's a deafening roar almost. Perhaps that is how I have described it. Yes. Interesting. There's- you know, there's some stuff going on there. Like, like I said, they're both visionaries. You know, yeah. Elon the Lonster and uh, Miss Grimes, and their delightful, certainly fully human baby Sean. So, oh. well, I'm so glad you found a job that you like straight out of business school. Oh yeah, we're, oh yeah. We're not all that fortunate. Dream. Uh, great to talk to you again, Tug. Uh, I hope you can stick around. I hope Sean's not going to fly away, and you have to go chasing him. Uh, and we'll I definitely see. Hope he you never know uh, with this little, this little prankster. That little jet engine back there, and I definitely hope he doesn't fly beyond the uh, the borders of the property. Otherwise, I don't know if he'll be able to go chase him. Mister Musk has arranged for that to be for the moment impossible. Right. I won't go into the details, but no, and it's we don't have quite the time for the details right now. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, maybe maybe they'll come out later. Maybe. Oh uh, no, yeah. Later. Maybe one of our other guests will have a, a kind of a similar experience to you. Uh, but we must move along, Tug. Great to talk to you. You too, bro. Uh, 
hey bra always good let's go back to the, let's go back to business school sometime oh yeah but not anytime in the next 12 to 18 months please of course not uh let's talk to my next friend on the show and uh you know what also an old friend of mine of course it's the only kind of friend i have on this show please welcome to the show uh rita digward rita Hello, my darling friend. How are you? Oh, I'm so good, and I can tell from your voice that you are good as well. You know I'm smiling, little man. You know I am. Uh, what's What's been going on, Rita? Lots been going on. Uh, my tomatoes are looking fantastic, and oh. uh, my husband left me. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's... It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Peter, Peter wasn't a good man. He wasn't a good man. Oh no! I mean, I've I've met him a couple times. He seemed he hides his his real life. He was not who you thought he was. He's not who you thought he was. Oh, I'm. So, I mean, this must be. When did we last see each other? It's it's been a year. Well, we were supposed to see each other at Christmas, but right. you did not um, show up to your parents' house. They put a right. photograph of you in 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 place of of where you were. You normally sit your nice big green chair. I was busy. I couldn't make it home. Uh, a lot to do at work. Uh, you know how it is. But I'm glad. I'm glad you could make it. And Peter was there. Peter was there. He was. He was pleasant as he normally is. Oh man. So what? What happened? What was? What was going on? And I, I mean, we'll get back to those tomatoes. But I think this. We need to talk about this. <sighs> if you. If we must. Um. He liked to dress up mm. in horse gear and gallop around, but didn't tell me. If he had told me, I would have been involved. I love that shit. But he didn't now, tell me. Now, when you say horse gear, do you mean uh, the accoutrement of riding a horse, like uh, spurs and the pants that are baggy at the thighs? I want to say jodhpurs, but I don't think that's what they are. The no, hats. no, no. No, no, no. The bit. A nice little bit oh. in the mouth. Okay. Um. Uh. Eye eye blockers. Eye blockers. Oh yeah, blinders. 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 Pe- peaky fucking blinders. Peaky fucking blinders. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And a nice little jacket for the cold winter time. You know, nice little. You know, the one that just flaps over your back. Oh, you know? more of a blanket. More of a I blanket. Guess, yeah, but will. that has yeah. that little Velcro strap under the belly. Under the belly. Yep. Yeah. Um. And uh. And he 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 told me he liked it when Barbara. Snatched the Velcro off his little tummy and then licked him like he was a fucking sugar cube. Who is Barbara? I, Barbara is his new fucking mare, I suppose. His, and she, she also plays horses. Yes, yes, she does. But she doesn't play the horse. See, she plays the master. See. Oh. She jumps on his back and whips his little bum. Why are we not talking about my tomatoes? I, uh, I'm sorry. Let's get let's get back to the tomatoes. Okay. Uh, so I know that Fucking you enter your tomatoes Peter. in into uh, local competitions. Yes. And you know, summer is winding down. How was the? Uh, you win any awards this summer? How did it go? I did. I have oh. three purple ribbons on my wall right now, right. as we speak. Great. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I can see them on the wall behind you. Yes. Uh, they look very beautiful. I, I'm not seeing a lot of other furniture or, or decor. I, it he took it all. Like he took it all. Uh, Peter took it all. Peter took it all. Oh, uh, well, uh, I didn't mean to bring it back to Peter. I'm sorry. I let him take it. Oh, interesting I didn't choice. want anything that he's touched. Because it was covered with horse hair. Covered with horse hair. 
but which was his hair because he's the horse. You see what I'm saying? Right, but was he cutting off his own hair and gluing it to the rest of his body to make him more horse-like? Or? And I thought he was growing a ponytail for me. Oh, I, oh, Rita, I know how much you love a ponytail. I love a ponytail. Yeah, it's so you, sexy. That's it, yeah. But down, long, behind the back, up in a man bun. That's a yeah, Elon is thinking of growing a ponytail, and I told him it would look fantastic. Oh, I'm going to follow him, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people do, Rita. It sounds like a he sounds like a great guy, so I'm sure. Well, he's probably better than Peter. I bet he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, although you did say about the chips, right? He did. He does put chips in people. Is that what you said? Puts chips um, in people. I feel like I that's... can neither confirm nor deny that Mr. Musk has inserted microchips in anyone working. I in think. Himself. I actually think you're uh, thinking of Bill Gates. That's, he's the one putting chips. In oh, oh, sorry, sorry, that's, sorry. That's what I understand. But he's a rich so, man, yeah. Oh yes, he's a visionary. I don't know if I mentioned that. Real visionary. Are you looking for a rich man, Rita? Are you Are you dating again? What's the? What's going I'm on? playing with myself for now. Um, oh. It's something that I've discovered quite recently. It's lovely. There's a lot of resources on the internet. Um, oh. And lots of little toys. I found one at the pharmacy, actually. I didn't expect to find one at the pharmacy, but it was nice and it was inexpensive. And I'm playing with myself. Don't tell your mum. I I will not. Uh, I will absolutely not. Your secret. You know what happens on this podcast stays on this podcast. Yes. And uh, yes. there's not a lot of listeners. So the chances of my mom getting back to my mom is pretty, pretty slim. Yeah. In fact, most of the things I said are under non-disclosure agreements. So if you oh. could just strike those from the record in case you know in case the lawnster checks out you know my podcast i think it's fine if i sign the same nda okay and we're both under the same nda then You're we right. can talk about yeah. whatever we want i think there's a, i think there's a loophole so rita tell uh the tomatoes what's uh i know you always have a plan for the next summer what are you going to do differently what's the plan well actually the plan is um the plan the plan was actually to confront you because you're not calling me anymore. Confront me? Yes. You introduced me as a friend, and yet you don't call me anymore. I mean, I'm I'm pretty busy. I, Ouch. I've, I have that is hobbies. harsh, man. That's just, there's, I have a job. Uh, Same fucking pandemic. excuses you said about Christmas. A job. Other things. Don't you care about Rita anymore? Not even a mass text at Christmas, man? That's That's rough. Awful. I I know, Tug, I'm not as cool as you and I can't pull off a, an X mass text, but Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, respectively. Simple. All of all of those things. Happy uh, pagan festival of fire. Happy cetera. winter solstice. You just need one text, man. Uh, I feel Rita, for you. Rita, You're a I'm good sorry. friend. I'm... You're a good friend, Tug. I need to be a, a better friend to you. It's just kind of hard sometimes because, like, I text, I do text with Peter. And and text. he... Sorry, what? I, I I do text with Peter. So you know, you knew I'd gotten divorced. Well, I mean, he... We kind of talk about more chill things, but he did, he, he did talk about Barbara a little bit. Did you and know about the whole fucking horse thing? He's invited me to a couple of his shows. In the basement of the church on 16th Street. Yeah. Whoa. And I mean, I'm not going to pretend it's a nice venue, but the artistry on display, <gasps> I think, is is very compelling. Oh, 
the artistry of the spray was fucking compelling. What was fucking compelling about our relationship? Are you not fucking telling me that Peter was being a fucking horse? I just... I mean, I love your, I love your tomatoes. I love your garden. I love when you come over for Christmas. It's, it's all very folksy, uh, but I, I needed something a little, you know, more uh, fulfilling and artistic and, and edgy. You sound and like motherfucking Peter. It's just that when he, when he starts riding around in the the bright fluorescence of that church basement, and then Barbara climbs up on his back. <sighs> And spreads her arms and and rise, stands on his back as he rides in circles, much like a, a Cirque du Soleil horse at Cavalier. I just, it's a beautiful thing. Your voice, your voice changed so much when you talked about all that. I've never heard that tone of voice on you before. Like you were just, five years old watching a magic trick. I'm it so was hurt. A magic trick. How could a man do such an athletic thing at at his age with a with a fully grown woman on his back standing on and riding like a horse and and just uh, personifying a horse you're making it so much worse mate sorry i'm sorry rita i'm sorry i just you know what if you don't want me to see peter anymore i won't i don't believe I've, you i met you I first don't you were believe you okay you're right I've, i can't i can't miss those shows he's so good why don't you he's join so him good. then huh why don't I fucking shove a bit in your mouth, eh? And then block your eyes so you can't see anything and then get a fucking woman and jump on your back. I'm so upset. Rita, I, I don't need peaky fucking blinders. Peter did ask me, he did ask me to be a stable boy. And, and you said? It was such an opportunity. It, much like Tug getting the opportunity to be Elon Musk's personal assistant. It was when you get that opportunity, time. man... You just know, I didn't go to JSB School of Business for nothing. I did it to make my way in the world and, and make something of myself. And when Peter offered me the chance to be his stable boy, I knew, I knew this is my own. I am Jordan Belfort from the Wolf of Wall Street, you know? Peter is your Elon. Peter is my Elon. It makes sense. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I hope the stench of manure follows you all the way home and nobody puts their bits on top of your bits because you would have to put your bits inside the bits. So I hope nobody puts slots their bits on your bits because they're so disgusted by the manure stench on your fucking person. I mean, if I had to change one thing about the job, I, I would really appreciate I would really prefer not to shovel up Peter's manure. Uh, but like, it's part of being a stable boy. We've all know? been there, bro. We've all, I mean, Tug, you're taking care of a baby. I don't know what the bathroom habits of Elon are, but I assume they're not normal. He's a visionary in all respects. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, my understanding is that he brings in a Tesla truck every time and poops in the bed and then and then drives it away or to get <laughs> someone to drive it away. Oh, you're looking at that someone, bro. Oh, uh, okay, great. Uh, Rita, I don't know what to say. Um, I think this... I think maybe I've chosen my side. Well, as Rita does like to do, I will sit here quietly and think about this <laughs> for a little while before I make my full decision on our friendship. Well, at least you have those three purple ribbons to Oh, I do. to make you happy. Rita, I'm sorry it has come to this. We've had such a long history. Um, I hope you can stick around on the show. I'm entering uh, my quiet time. I'll stay, <laughs> but I'll be quiet. Feel free to chime in if if you uh, if you have any need of chiming in. But uh, we have to move along to my uh, last friend of the show. Uh, he's a 
he's a big friend of mine, both in size and in terms of emotional impact. Uh, hard to find, hard to nail down sometimes, but uh, overall, good guy, uh, full of all kinds of fun things, interesting tidbits, little bit, little driplets of treasure here and there. Please welcome to the show, my good friend, the Cave of Wonders. Hi, Esteban. Oh. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, it's so good to hear that booming, raspy voice again. It's good to hear your nasally tall voice, too. That is how people describe describe my voice, nasally and tall. It's important to get the tall in there. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's just nasally. And nobody nobody, likes nobody wants that. Yeah. So, Cave, <clears throat> you've emerged from the desert. This doesn't happen very often. No. What's What is the occasion? Well, you know, with everyone being in quarantine, mm. no one comes to visit anymore. Right. No one's been inside me in a very long time. I know that feeling, bro. Oh, you sound like Rita. I guess you said all of our guests are the same. What was that last part? I was talking over it like an attention hog. That's okay. We all have our flaws. I said, they don't make masks in my size. (laughs) I'm mostly mouth. You're a very breathy talker. Yeah, I'm moist. Now, it's been a while since uh, since we saw each other, because obviously I don't go wandering in the desert very often. Yeah. Remind me of the process of how people usually come across you in the desert. Sure, yeah. So, in non-COVID times, people have to bring two halves of a golden scarab into <sighs> the desert in Agrabah and put them together. Right. Yeah. It's pretty oh, simple, that... really. <laughs> you, so, I you mean... can just find me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, what's your what's your handle again? At Cave of Wonders, but there's no E in Wonders or in Cave because someone took that already. Okay, so the, you're the Cab of Wonder. Cab of Wonders. Yeah. Wonders. Great. Well, everyone check out the Cave of Wonders there. So, I mean, pre-COVID, where a lot of people, I mean, I've. I obviously have the the two halves of the scarab beetle that I used to hang out with you when I go to the but do a lot of other people have those two halves of the scarab beetle? You'd be surprised. Oh. Well, uh, what are the numbers? Well, uh, Surprise me. It used to be pretty uncommon and then right around like 1992 uh it just <laughs> it just got really popular, I don't know. Uh and ever since, people are just constantly coming to Agrabah. And, you know, can we swear on this show? Oh, absolutely, yeah. They're just constantly coming to Agrabah and fucking up my shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, is that, so was there also a spike in uh, 2019? Or was it 2018? Uh, tw- 2018, I think, yeah. 2018. Uh, yeah. Was there a spike of visitors in that year as well? Yeah. They were lower quality, though. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, what's, I mean, this is kind of your, obviously you're not in the desert anymore. anymore. No, I am. Oh, you're still yeah, yeah, you're just, just coming out. Yeah, just do you over Google Meet. Oh, okay. I, I thought maybe you were wandering around the world looking for people, but you're just wandering around the desert looking for people. Stefan, I'm a cave. <laughs> I'm pretty sedentary. I mean, I've seen you emerge from the sand. I don't know if you always emerge from the same spot or if you change spots. Or... No, yeah, I'm pretty firmly rooted. <laughs> so when people come to visit you, what are they, what are they looking for? Um, 
I mean, not to like draw more attention to it, but um, lamps and uh, mm. gold love sometimes. Oh, and and does it make does it make you upset that they're not there just to hang out with you? They don't. Nobody's interested in you as a as a cave. I mean, yeah, it's not the best feeling, honestly. Mm. But I make it work. Yeah, well, I know I've received a lot of like late night texts from you, uh, maybe three a.m., four a.m. Yeah. that are kind of just like, another another person just left, didn't want to hang. Well, y- you've got to remember, three a.m. your time is like noon my time. <laughs> oh, so they leave at noon? <laughs> well, yeah, they come by in the morning. Oh, okay, at, at dawn, I guess is yeah. the most picturesque time. Brunch. And does everyone find kind of what they're looking for? Um. I mean, it really depends what they're looking for, but uh, you know what they say, the Cave of Wonders, you'll find it all, even a friend. <laughs> and is that what they say, or is that what you say, because you're the friend? Well, yeah, I'm the friend, yeah. Yeah, you're the, and, yeah. but most of them just leave with a lamp or some gold. or Yeah, pr- pretty much all of them, honestly. Or love, but like love with someone else. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, that's so heartbreaking. How it's not great, rough honestly. stuff, bro. Yeah. So what, I mean, what do you do to occupy your time and, and kind of when no one's around? I'm really uh, a big fan of the New York Times crossword app. Oh, the crossword app. Yeah. And tell me, do you have to pay for that? Like you have to pay for the newspaper? Because I am all out of free articles. And if you want to share a subscription, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, it's like five bucks a month. But it's great to give you a new puzzle every day. And there's many challenges. And, you know, it's it's a brain teaser. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, it sounds. At least you have hobbies. Oh yeah. Really into podcasts. Oh yeah. What are you listening to? Um, I mean, these days, uh, lots of uh, the Sporkful. The Sporkful. Yeah. I uh, can't pretend that I've heard of that, but I'm oh. sure it's amazing. Uh, it's pretty good. Oh, good to good to know. Tell me, um, you still talk to Jafar at all? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Jafar comes by a lot. Oh, he comes. Okay, you guys have a little thing going on. How's how's he doing? Uh, he's doing all right. Yeah, we're um, we've actually been talking about maybe getting a place together. Oh no way! Congrats, yeah. that's awesome. Thanks. That's that's honestly part of why I'm calling you. Oh, okay. What do you, what do you need? Um, well, uh, it's a little awkward, but uh, he's he's a little um uncomfortable with you still having a key to my insides. <laughs> Oh, he wants me to... Oh, but how are we going to hang out then? Well, you can still like come by and just... You'll just have to wait till Jafar's home and, and he can let you in, you know? Uh, but is he going to be like weird about it? Is he going to be like, oh, you're here to see the cave again? All right, twice this week or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's... You know how he gets. A little possessive yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last time I saw him, uh, I saw him once in 92, 1992... <laughs> And then he kind of disappeared for a while, he and was I saw on Broadway him. for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he went to Broadway for a bit, and I saw him again in uh, 2018 briefly, uh, for about two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, but not not for the full two hours that uh, maybe a lot of other people saw him for in 2018. <laughs> what uh, what kind of happened to him after uh, he disappeared? I did the Broadway. What else? Yeah, I mean, he's gotten really buff. Oh, he's gotten yoked. Yeah, yeah just muscles everywhere. Okay, interesting. And uh, do you ever talk to the genie? Um, he's kind of persona non grata around here. Oh, 
why what what happened i mean i it's it's hard to say um I mean, you don't have to say it. I don't want people to have to go into painful memories here. But, I mean, Rita did just talk about how her husband has become a horseman and left her. So, yeah. there's, kind of a precedent. there's been a precedent set. So Yeah, I mean, to be honest, know. Um, he he kind of, uh, he and Jafar had a bit of a thing before Jafar no. and I started dating. And uh, Oh, you're dating Jafar? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was clear. Oh. Yeah. I totally missed. I thought it was a roomy situation, no. but your day. Oh, well, yeah. that's. I'm glad you found someone. You've been trying for so long. long to, yeah. I see your profile all the time on OkCupid. Okay, <laughs> Jafar takes the photos. I can't do selfies. Jafar takes the photos of you for your online dates. So you got an open thing well, going on? I mean, open to everyone except for the genie and you. The genie. <laughs> so him and Jafar, him and Jafar had a little thing. Yeah. And uh, and now so and I guess it ended poorly. Yeah. Oh man, you hate when you hate when love goes bad. But if that didn't happen, then maybe you and Jafar never would have got together. Yeah, that's it. You know, I'm really thankful for the time we had. Yeah, and that's that's. I think that's a positive way to look back on. Can I can I make a little? Let me make a little comment. Can I can I come out my little quiet zone and make a little comment? Absolutely. Um, you don't seem, Stefan, you don't seem phased at all that this is a fucking mystical cave talking at you, and yet you were fucking amazed by a mandrous horse with a woman on his back. Me and the cave, we go way back. Uh, we, we're old friends, so seeing him interact, he's just a hes just a bud to me. He's just a good bud. A giant, magical, fucking old. All right, I'm going back into my quiet spot. Spot, spirit, spot. I, I don't know what to tell you, Rita. Just seeing Peter galloping around, trotting around, cantering around. Just, I one time he invited me to watch him get reshoed, and that was magical. Just, just like that. It was. It's such a simple procedure, but Barbara knows how to get in there with that chisel. I well, I also another comment, another quick comment is that sure. you know that everything you're saying hurts me. And yet you keep layering it on like a like an excessive sandwich at twelve thirty at night. I'm sorry, but that's the best time to eat sandwiches, and and you gotta have layers on that sandwich. All right. I mean, clearly the man's been inspired. When you're in the face yeah. of greatness, you know you can't always control how you react. You know. Thank you, Tug. Thank you, Tug. I thought we were gonna yeah. be friends, and here you are defending a man who's defending a man who's dressed as a horse. I just, I see something of Elon in this description of Peter as a horse. What can I say? Cave, you got my back here. Um, well, uh, that's going to depend. How many pieces of scarab do you have? I've only got purple ribbons. I've got no scarabs. <laughs> I'm all alone. Oh, no. no. Rita, no, I can add you to my group text. Oh, I'd like that very much. You want a nice happy birthday, congratulations on the new baby text sometime soon? Yes, yes, please. I'll I'd hit like you up, girl. Thank I'll you. Hit you. Thank you, Tug. Well, that, that all worked That's out kind. so well. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Cave of Wonders, everybody wants to know, and this is obviously, I've been building up to this question, but what is going on with Aladdin and Jasmine? <laughs> Glad you asked. They're uh, they're actually expecting their first no. child. Wow! 
Yeah. It only took them, uh, what would that be, 28 <laughs> years or two years, depending on which reality yeah. you believe in. Something like that, uh, yeah. We average it out to like six. And are you, were you invited to the baby shower or? They have to throw it in front of me because as previously established, I'm very stuck where I am. Uh, You've made a very clear cave that you don't do not move around. Uh, yeah. it's, I think it's very kind of them to throw it in front of you. I, I did see a little uh, little tweetsy from you the other day. Uh, just uh, you just said uh, Godfather with two exclamation points. Is that? Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Jafar and I, I guess, are going to be co-Godfathers. Oh, that's to little Sean. That's cute. I mean, what? I mean, uh, I wasn't supposed to say the name. Wait, so did you sorry. say Sean? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, but yes. Two wow, babies you, named you, you give your kid an interesting name, and then the next year, like everyone's naming their kid that exact same name. Well, I mean, how is it spelled for Aladdin and Jasmine? <laughs> give me a second. I need to Google it. I'm having a really hard time Googling it. It's X. The A, that's also an E. Oh, like from Aeon Flux? A. Yeah. A dash X. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Spelt the same. Listen, let me tell you what with all these Corona babies being born, next year it's going to be like on the top of the baby name list. Goodness. Well, what a, I mean, is it a coincidence? Aladdin and Jasmine have always kind of followed trends, uh, whether it was in 1992 or 2018. Um, Aladdin is a big fan of Elon's work. Oh, Elon's going to love that. I'm going to tell him. Hey, Lonster. No, he's, he's busy. He's not there? He's in another wing of the house. Uh, is he on another podcast? Is he with Joe right now? Is he on Joe's podcast right now? If he's with Joe Rogan, can you do me a favor and tell him to stop being a, a transphobe? Mm. Uh, Fuck that yes. guy. I'll, I'll work that into their next bro sesh. It, if Thanks. you're physical, physically capable of actually insulting Elon, uh, I know that the chip might stop you. I mean, I never would want to. So can you just you know, try? chip you... or no chip, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> could you just could you just say just say for me now and remember we're both under the same NDA. Could you just say uh, Elon Musk is a fucking idiot? Elon, or at least Joe Rogan. Yeah, Elon Joe Rogan Musk is a fucking idiot. Is uh wait Joe? Who am I saying now? Either either one, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk. Okay, Elon Musk's close personal friend Joe Rogan is a. There's smoke coming out of your ears. Oh, Are you right? Oh, it's coming back up. What's happening? Okay. You know what? what? Bra, why don't we save this for the next the next episode of the podcast? Because I think I hear Sean like wailing in a frequency that normal human babies wail. Tug, tug. Yeah. Don't turn around. Grimes is right behind you. And her eyes are glowing. And her hair is full of lightning. Even I'm a little freaked out by this. She does this when she's getting okay. ready to, to put little Sean to bed. He doesn't sleep, as I mentioned, but it's their thing. You know, a little mother baby time. 
What do we what do we do? What do we do? Okay. Oh, she, oh my God! She floated out of the room. Oh, oh my God! Terrifying. God. God. Oh, I feel yeah. like we dodged a real bullet there. Oh yeah, I'm sorry you guys had to see that. I mean, you know, I'm used to it, so you know, I'm fine. Oh, God. Well, it's been really nice to talk to all three of you. I'm glad we dodged that bullet. Uh, Cave, thanks for being on the show. Tug, great to see you, bra. Uh, I'll see you sometime. Oh, yeah. This has, been, this has been great. Looking forward to the next time. <laughs> Rita, I, uh, you know what? I feel like I owe you an apology. I, uh, I brought you on here as a friend, and uh, I was anything but a friend to you today. No, you stabbed me in the back. I like sta- a positively I will, huge wanker. I will admit it. I stabbed you in the back. And uh, you know what? I'm going to delete Peter's number from my phone. I'm going to quit being a stable boy. And you don't have to forgive me. You d- you don't. Well, it, um, it's a start. But maybe, maybe one day I'll see you at Christmas dinner. I hope so. I mean, my mom did say she was going to invite Peter next year. Fucking bitch! <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> I'm Tom Zalatni, executive producer of the Upford Network and host and producer of Up for Discussion, a podcast about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. But wait, isn't Up for Discussion a comedy podcast? It sure was, but things change. It's a food show now, and it's a very, very good food show. Every week, I dig into a different ingredient, dish, meal, or cuisine with help from friends and guest experts who know way more about this stuff than I do. Do you like food? Of course you do. You're a person. So you will like this show. Go listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Up for discussion. It's a food podcast now. Brought to you by the Upford Network. Tom, how did you do that voice for so long? <laughs> oh my god. That oh was god. Awesome. I have no idea. Do you oh. have voice left? Can you can you still speak? Because you have plugs coming up. Yeah. I've got a little bit of voice left. Actually. Oh wow, it's so it's so different than your normal voice. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I oh, do what man. I can. Can you do like a like a death metal growl? Um, what do you want? Me oh, to growl? you could just make a noise. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't listen to death. Also, metal. we oh. just established that his voice is tapped right now, and you're like, do a death metal voice. <laughs> <laughs> Do I can't resist a, uh, I can't resist a, yeah. an opportunity for people to know that I listen to death metal because it makes me edgy. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and Tom, that yeah. was the best death metal song I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad I tried. Uh, did any of you watch the most recent Aladdin? Nope. No. I saw not. it on a plane, but I don't think there was sound. No, there was. It was just forgettable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> You forgot the sound. You forgot everything anyone said or sang. It added nothing to your life. Uh, I mean, have you have any of you seen any of the like live action Disney films? Oh, my toddler loves the uh, live action Lion King, oh. so we we watch that a lot. But we mostly watch the first like ten <laughs> minutes of it, and then he gets tired of it and switches. So to you something get kind of through so. the circle of life, and then and then interest yeah. wanes. <laughs> Yeah, we get a little bit of like, uh, one day you'll be married. What? I wouldn't marry her. She's my best friend. Gross. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> around there, he's like, all right, put on Paw Patrol or 
Daniel Tiger or whatever. Oh, okay. Interesting. And, and based yeah. on the 10 minutes of Lion King that you've seen, is it good? Mm-hmm. Well, we did make it through the whole movie once. Okay. Because uh, he fell asleep 10 minutes in. Right. Uh, it's pretty good. Oh, all right. It's pretty good. Well, it I just hear they, soulless to me. Well, that's it. They took everything fun out of it. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, it still has its charms and uh, it's pretty, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. Great. Uh, Kate, I'm so sorry that I was a dick to your character. <laughs> Look, um, I got so thrown because I started the accent differently than I intended. And then it was just like, <laughs> also, I wanted to be a, um, uh, a horse jockey coach. And then all I oh. could think of were short and tall jokes. And I was like, this is inappropriate. So I shifted drastically wow. uh, what my plan was. Short and so I mean, now that we're out of the podcast, can you? Uh, what's one of the short and tall jokes? <laughs> I don't. I didn't write a bunch. I just oh, okay. sensed that it was going in that direction. Essentially, my my plan was that you. I used to work with you, and hmm. that your height was something to do with their non-height. Right. And, of course. You know. Yeah. Well, I, it has been established that I have a tall, nasally voice. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a pretty a pretty accurate oh description. Uh, I had a I had a coworker tell me once that if you're ever in like a loud environment and you want to be heard, you should just talk through your nose more, and it cuts through sound. Whoa! So, hmm. Fun tip. Is that what bats do? Yeah, that's what bats do when they talk to <laughs> each other. That's what whales they do. Just shriek too, through their nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whales talk through their nose. It's like they're always in a loud nightclub, except it's the fucking ocean. <laughs> uh, Erica, are you worried that Elon's coming after you now? I'm a little scared because uh, you never know what that guy's gonna do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the story that I obliquely told about seeing Grimes at the CCA was true. I, I got that. Yeah, <laughs> she she was playing music in a dark corner of the CCA. <laughs> And no one was really paying attention. And and who would have thought she would go on to be like the weird gothic wife of? She got to go to the Met Ball, Stefan. I mean, Is, she knew yeah. It. What did did Elon go? What yeah. did he wear? Yeah, they went together. They wore some crazy shit. You know, you know was how it I it, Was it the year that it was tacky when uh, Jared Leto brought his own head? Oh, I can't remember if it was camp that year or the. Um... Camp. That's the, like a Catholic imagery type. All oh, right. Year, mm. Or a whole other year. Who could keep track? Uh, every year, track different, a different Met Ball, the, the whims of Anna Wintour. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, my goodness. Let's do some plugs while we still have some time. Uh, Erica, you have anything you want to talk about, or a book you've read, or something going on, or a movie you've seen, etc.? I just read this great book called Wow, No Thank You, which is a collection of essays by Samantha Irby. Oh. Very hilarious. Okay. Um, I've never read anything she's written, but now I want to read everything she's written. So if you mm. want to laugh, uh, read that book. Really hard, I think, to write a book that is funny. I certainly haven't written any, so. Tom, have you written any? Hard. No, I haven't written any funny books. Kate? I, I have not. I have not. But there were t- tiny books when I was a child with elephants in it, and the elephant was named Kate. Does that count? Nope, not at all. <laughs> okay, proving my point that it's really hard to write a funny book. Uh, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Erica, for your plug. Thank you for being on the show, Kate. Anything going on that you want to talk about? Uh... Um, 
not no i mean my life is something i'd love to share with everyone um okay no, no, I don't know. Just like last, thank you, Tom. Thank, I love you too. Uh, uh, CapeBradleyArt.com is still rolling. But other than that, um, oh, 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 mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug something that may appeal to like a tiny percentage of people out there. Le Boulevard des Jouets, okay, Le Boulevard des Jouets.com, probably uh, is going to be getting NECA TMNT. 7-inch 90s movie action figures in the fall and you can go there and put a deposit down to get all four. All four. And uh, Paul did that for me today and I've never loved him more in my life. Wow. I have never had a stronger plug. (laughs) (laughs) That was so enthusiastic. I'm I'm like so I'm overwhelmed with excitement. I cannot wait to get these fucking action figures. Uh, if you remember the the costumes from the first movies were the first movie was were just like phenomenal. Um, I think everybody is feigning interest in what I'm saying right now, but it's fine. I'm gonna keep keep going. Uh, I wanted the big ones, but they were too expensive, and now they're really mm-hmm. hard to find. <laughs> oh my goodness! I've never seen any of the TMNT movies. Oh god! I mean, actually, that's not true. I saw the one with Will Arnett and Megan Fox. <laughs> Ah, no Uh, no no uh cool thank you for that strong strong plug uh before we get to tom big announcement uh obviously you heard at the break there was an ad on the show possibly at the top of the show there was an ad or (laughs) there might possibly be an ad after this part of the show i have not decided yet uh the reason you're hearing all these ads is because uh this podcast is now a member of the upford network officially i'm on the website with a uh a classy headshot of mine that i feel like makes me look like a heavily bearded riverdale character (laughs) all of that thanks to tom zalatni owner proprietor and uh dictator of the upford network uh tom (laughs) what are you plugging today uh i'm plugging uh curfews for everybody you gotta go home (laughs) at a reasonable hour and uh give me 80 percent of your earnings uh stefan i'm really uh really glad to have you on the network uh and i am excited to see how things go going forward uh in terms of plugs um oh also kate i really uh appreciate that your plug was tmnt and paul related because you've got that poster behind you of the tmnt Ah. and also like halfway through this call paul walked into the room shirtless and i almost screamed (laughs) (laughs) um my plug though uh if you want to hear more of me uh, occasionally doing voices like that, but mostly not, uh, you can uh, listen to uh, either of the podcasts that I host, uh, Up for Discussion, which is a food podcast. Um, our most recent episode was with Food Network's Simon Majumder, which is super cool. We talk about biryani on that one. Uh, or you can listen to my other podcast, Natural Toonie, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, I play a character on one of them who is a non-binary dragon sorcerer and uh, on the other i am the dungeon master uh so actually on the one where i'm the dungeon master i do do a lot of voices and one of them is the cape of wonders <laughs> <right>. so <laughs> yeah natural puny end up for discussion and you can follow me on twitter at tonsil at night oh what a also a strong plug great plugs yeah. all around oh thank you tom uh thank you kate thank you erica everyone for being on the show tonight uh, it was a lot of fun that's been some good friends i'll see you next time bye Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to 